for them. The state of California had a very arduous contracting process, and shortly after Tim took over, the not-for-profits started saying, Tim, this contract is crazy. It's over 100 pages long, and it's in the way of our being able to perform the service. You're giving us funds to perform. So Tim called together some people from a few not-for-profits, some people from contracting, and some people from compliance monitoring. And that was one of their big issues, by the way, the amount of compliance that the not-for-profit had to go through. And Tim said, what's in the way? Well, what they found was that 80 pages of the 100-page contract were about enforcing laws the state of California no longer had on the books. Now, how's that for a process? So not only does the not-for-profit have to go through the contract, but there's a whole team of people enforcing something that's not even a law anymore. (laughs) Right. Bureaucratic thinking says my job is to enforce the rule that's in the contract, not to make certain it's still current. They shrank that contract down to 20 pages. They also then were able to put compliance people over on monitoring the real issues where fraud could take place, not making certain that the not-for-profit is crossing T's and dotting I's that no one cares about anymore. Russell, in your book, you use the term misaligned leadership. Can you explain this concept to us? Absolutely. In the work that I do, if I get a senior team together, I would start the assignment this way. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Without any consultation with one another, would you write down what the vision, mission, or purpose of your organization is? Well, 15 years ago, you would expect that those answers would be all over the yard. Today, they're pretty much in the same ballpark most of the time. That's either because they really are aligned or because they're just writing down what's on the chart that's up there. Now, without consultation, could you write down what the top three strategic objectives are for your company in the next 12 to 18 months? Well, now is where things start to get interesting. The question is top three objectives. The average team is seven people, and the number of answers usually averages around 18. (laughs) Okay. So, team, isn't that interesting? You say you're aligned because you've got the same vision, mission, purpose. But when we say top three goals, you got 18 answers. Imagine then the source of your conflicts around this table when you're trying to figure out budget, resource allocation, prioritization of needs. No one is thinking about the corporation per se. You're thinking about your silo. It's just that logically you've been thinking about your area of responsibility, but not about the whole company. What's happening three layers below you? What are those people focused on? Okay, here's another question. How do you deal with a boss who might be coming in every 10 minutes and maybe tells you outright that he thinks that you can do more? There's a difference between activity and productivity. And a lot of people measure their worth by how busy they are, the activities they